TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to the broadcast. We begin with breaking news out of New York. The horrendous situation unfolding there. And again, I ask you to bear with me with my voice which is uh, very much affected by allergies that I've been wrestling with the past few days. Here's what's happening. Here's what we know at this point about what has happened in New York City, and we'll continue to follow the story throughout the morning on this broadcast. We know at least a dozen people have been injured in Brooklyn. This happened during a subway shooting right in the middle of rush hour. The pictures coming out of New York City are absolutely horrendous you know before you see scenes that come to you for instance from a war scene or other places in many cases they're kind of sanitized because the access is limited more and more so because of cell phones we're seeing up close and personal pictures of blood and carnage. I'm looking at some right now on my computer, just absolutely graphic. But it underscores the seriousness of what has happened in New York City. New York Post reporting at least a dozen people injured in this gruesome shooting in a Brooklyn subway station during rush hour. Happened around 8.30 at the 36th Street station for the DNR lines in Sunset Park. One person who witnessed the event while riding the Manhattan-bound N-train told the Post there were so many rounds fired off that she lost count. That's pretty bad. It gives you a, an idea of how horrendous this is. It wasn't just like a few shots fired, so many she lost count. Lots of them. I don't even know how many, she added. She saw the man. Described as a five foot five black man, short guy, around 170 pounds, wearing an orange vest and a gas mask, dropped some kind of cylinder that sparked at the top. Now, this is the part that's really intriguing. I thought he was an MTA worker at first, I didn't pay too much attention. You've got the orange on, she said. So is this guy an imposter? Graphic photos show blood-stained subway platform floors. Injured people at the station have emerged on social media. At this point, we don't know how many victims were injured in this possible explosion and mass shooting, or both. 
NYPD's bomb squad is on the scene investigating. Fox News is reporting five to seven people have been shot. That is what they are reporting at this hour. A spokesman for the FDNY saying multiple undetonated devices were found. The suspect believed to be dressed in some sort of construction garb similar to an MTA worker, which affirms what the woman interviewed by the Post communicated to them. As we mentioned, this is a developing story. A lot of emergency crews on the scene of this right now. We promise to keep you posted on this and let you know if we learn anything more. But I'm sure there are lots of questions about the whys and wherefores here. And uh, hopefully we will get some of those answers during the course of the broadcast today. As always, I like to start on an upbeat note. That's pretty much blown up by events in New York. By the way, authorities are saying this suspect fled the scene on the subway. Wonderful. So, the search for this guy is well underway. And we certainly hope this guy is found very soon. And frankly, we certainly hope there is no more carnage that would take place today or any other time. If you listen to this program with regularity, you know one of the most important issues that I speak of on this broadcast is fatherhood. It's really one of the most, I would say, undercovered issues. You know, we can spend a lot of time talking about the fruit. But we need to talk about the root. The root rather than the fruit. The fruit, we can see the manifestations of that in the unfortunate things that are happening in our society. The root, the root comes back to the destruction of the foundations in our society. What are those foundations? It's not government. It's really family. Fatherhood is so important. And you, at some point, I may share more of my heart of how much I have seen that just demonstrates the plague of fatherlessness in our society. And to be honest with you, I don't expect the government to do anything about this because especially those who are in favor of big government, big government is the very thing that benefits from a lack of fatherhood. Did you know that? This is why big government is desired in the first place. It's a substitute for fatherhood most of the time. Because where else will people turn if they don't have fathers? They've got to turn somewhere. But like I said, I do not expect government to do much of value here. And to be honest with you, I was kind of pleasantly surprised to see a certain governor taking some proactive measures 
to address what is a real fatherhood crisis. Coming up, you're going to find out who that person is, what he is doing, and um, the controversy that one person is going through just for taking a stand with this governor. That much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And we continue to follow breaking news out of New York this morning. And I'm giving you information from multiple sources here because we've got uh, a situation that's, you know, honestly quite fluid. As authorities try to figure out what's going on and news organizations try to figure out what's going on. I'm going to share with you a different account. I told you what the New York Post was reporting a few minutes ago. This is from the Associated Press. They're reporting five people were shot at a subway station in Brooklyn. Five, right now, they're also mentioning that fire personnel responding to reports of smoke at the 36th Street station in the Sunset Park neighborhood. That was what brought authorities to that particular scene. They found multiple people shot and undetonated devices. The fire department said 13 people were injured. But there were no details on what those injuries entailed. So this is a little bit of a different account than what you heard earlier. According to multiple law enforcement sources briefed on the investigation, preliminary information indicated a suspect fled wearing a construction vest and a gas mask. Now that is information you also heard before in the previous report. And we also mentioned photos from the scene showing people tending to bloodied passengers lying on the floor of the station. Not surprisingly, trains servicing that station delayed during the morning rush hour. As we get more information on this, we will certainly pass it on to you. 
But at this point, the figure we have 13 people injured. And as of now, the search continues for the perpetrator, whoever that person is. I mentioned a subject very near and dear to my heart is fatherhood. Fatherhood. And honestly, I'm not looking for the government to fix this issue. But I'm very gratified to see some very positive steps taken by a governor. Not surprisingly, it's Governor Ron DeSantis out of Florida. Taking on the fatherhood crisis in Florida, Ron DeSantis has signed a bill that will provide about $70 million to bolster programs aimed at equipping dads with parenting resources and helping foster youth. This, to me, is absolutely awesome. The more I see about this guy, the more I like. I just want to extrapolate a little bit, and this is not an endorsement. What if he's doing this kind of thing in Florida and becomes president and helps to facilitate this kind of thing across the country? I'm not talking about a federal government program, but using what has happened in Florida if we find this to be effective, to encourage these kinds of things across the country. This measure, by the way, received bipartisan support in Florida in the legislative session. And you know what the you know how this passed? Unanimously in the House and the Senate. Folks, this is what I'm talking about about consensus. There are things that transcend politics transcend politics this to me ladies and gentlemen is leadership 101 that you're looking at now from Ron DeSantis under this bill the State Department of Children and Families will be directed to contract for the creation of the responsible fatherhood initiative this will be geared toward providing information on effective parenting and will include a media campaign that may include appearances by an involvement from public figures and influencers a significant portion of the money earmarked for the program, about $32.6 million, will go toward funding grants aimed at assisting fathers, helping fathers find employment, manage child support obligations, and transition from a period of incarceration. The measure also accompanies funding in the state budget for grants to provide evidence-based parenting education specifically for fathers. The law also increases a stipend from 1256 to $1,720 for young adults who previously were in the foster care system and are attending post-secondary schools. DeSantis saying the measure will have huge ramifications for helping young Floridians reach their potential. We have a couple of pieces of audio on this, and we're going to talk a little bit about a controversy. Yes, if you can believe it, there is a controversy about this. It does involve Ron DeSantis. We'll get to that later. First, there's Ron DeSantis talking about some of the stats that have driven this particular issue for him. Here he is addressing the stats that uh, really should draw attention from all of us. Listen up. 90% of homeless and runaway children did not have a father in their home. 70% of high school dropouts did not have a father in their home, and 60% of youth 
who commit suicide did not have a father in their home. It's pretty basic stuff, isn't it? It's not complicated, ladies and gentlemen. He goes further in describing why this program is needed. By the way, this audio is from WLRN, which is a CBS station. They have uh, edited some things together here with some music. So you may hear pieces or snippets of music along the way. Here is Ron DeSantis talking about why this program is needed. When you look over the last many decades, uh, one of the worst social trends uh, has been the decline of fatherhood. And we do have, in many instances, a, a fatherhood crisis in this country. Uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, when you take kids that do not have a father present during their upbringing, the chance of them dropping out of school, uh, getting involved in trouble with the law, having other difficulties increases dramatically. It certainly does. I think we have time for the last clip from Governor DeSantis, where he describes the community effort that this will help to facilitate. Listen up. We've got programs, we've got community groups and nonprofits that want to be there to help. And so we're putting our money where our mouth is. We're here showing the importance of this. Uh, but you've got to be willing uh, to do the right thing and be present in your child's life. It's not, you're not a man by leaving your kids um, uh, hung out to dry. You need to be there. It is It takes a lot of responsibility. It's not easy. It takes a lot of time and effort. Uh, but that is what we are called upon to do. Um, and we want to make sure that every single kid in Florida uh, has, uh, that, has their father present. And if we can do that, uh, I think it's going to be huge uh, for the vitality of our communities now and into the future. Isn't that pretty awesome? I quickly want to get to Smadio, because we're going to talk more about this after the break. One of the people standing with Governor DeSantis, and this raised a lot of eyebrows, is Tony Dungy. Yes, that Tony Dungy. Here are his comments. I had a dad who was around me all the time and supported me, and I thought everyone was like that. I got to my job in the National Football League, started interviewing our players, and I, I began to understand not everyone had that same blessing that I had. It's pretty basic stuff, talking about the importance of having a dad. Very basic stuff. Coming up, believe it or not, controversy surrounding Tony Dungy on social media. They're going after this guy. I'll tell you why. Coming up. And we continue to follow that breaking news out of New York City this morning. The subway shooting. At least a dozen injured, undetonated devices have been found. 13 people injured. Five believed to have been shot. This gruesome attack in a Brooklyn subway station during rush hour this morning. I'm looking at video now. This is the first video that I have seen of people... Uh, running out of one of the subway cars and there's a lot of smoke so this must be right after this incident occurred um, mass panic and injuries reported as I mentioned we'll keep you posted on this story throughout the morning as we get more information on this 
but the hunt is on for the perpetrator who escaped on the subway, according to news reports. Over on the text line, this person saying, don't underestimate the New York attack could be a terrorist attack. People want to hurt our country will stop at nothing to cause damage. And you're absolutely right about that. At this point, we don't know what the motivation is for this. And we are still still trying to find out exactly what has happened, the complete details on how this all unfolded. And we're very eager to learn more. Also on the text line, Vince, I grew up in a single-parent household. Rarely saw my dad when I moved to North Carolina. Still kept in contact at times. I'm thankful for the great men that I used to go to church with that were father figures to me when I needed some. Definitely did not think to look to the government for that. I think radio talk show hosts make better father figures than the government. (laughs) That's from Jeff. You're smart, Alec. I appreciate what you've shared here. And again, I want to emphasize, and this is, let me make something very clear. I think what Ron DeSantis is doing as a governor is something that is ideally something that ought to be done on a state level and a local level. I'm not anxious to see a, quote, federal program here. But I would love to see leadership that would encourage this kind of thing across the country. Absolutely. Vince, I would love to see Ron DeSantis run for president. The elephant in the room is he would have to go through Trump to do so. And DeSantis will refuse to kneel and kiss Trump's ring or something else for that matter. Those are my words. Trump would then launch a smear campaign against him at his rallies. Sad. How about DeSantis Demit, 24? Boy, that would be a great combination. I absolutely love former Senator Dement. Great guy. Need to find out what he's up to. I think he was doing something with Convention of States, if I'm correct. I could be wrong about that. It's difficult for society to encourage having fathers in the home while in the public education system teaching the kids you can't even define the terms man or woman. Boy, that gets kind of confusing, doesn't it? Hmm. Ah, man. So, let's talk about controversy. And and when I saw this, I can't tell you this was a surprise at all, because this is the way people are. There are just a lot of people, I mean, let's just be blunt. There are a lot of people who just suck. They're just terrible people. The Spun by Sports Illustrated reporting Tony Dungy trending on Monday afternoon. The NFL world reacts. What are they reacting to? Former NFL coach Tony Dungy made an appearance at a political ceremony with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis Monday afternoon. Unsurprisingly, Dungy's now trending on social media for his appearance. The former Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Indianapolis Colts head coach made an appearance at a ceremony for new Florida law that claims to be pro-fatherhood. Do you notice the language for this? These people ought to be ashamed of themselves. Claims to be pro-fatherhood. Why don't you read the freaking legislation, you moron? I'm serious. These people really get on my nerves. We shall continue. 
Dungy was among those in the crowd behind the Florida governor. Former ESPN host-turned-political pundit Keith Olbermann was among those to voice his opinion on the former NFL head coach. By the way, an opinion from Keith Olbermann means nothing to me. This man is trash. He really is. You ready for what he had to say? This is what he tweeted. I worked with him. Tony Dungy's reputation is not spotless, and his Michael Sam comments disqualified him from being considered as an example of loving fatherhood. Really? Keith Olbermann can go screw himself. This is so ridiculous. So now we're bringing up Michael Sam. Dungy's old comments on Michael Sam are now trending, too. Here's what Dungy said about the openly gay football player back in 2014. (laughs) I was asked whether I would have drafted Michael Sam. I answered that I would not have drafted him. I gave my honest answer, which is that I felt drafting him would bring much distraction to the team. At the time of my interview, the Oprah Winfrey reality show that was going to chronicle Michael's first season had been announced. I was not asked whether or not Michael Sam deserves an opportunity to play at the NFL. He definitely does. I was not asked whether his sexual orientation should play a part in the evaluation process. It should not. I was not asked whether I should have, I would have a problem having Michael Sam on my team. I would not. I do not believe Michael's sexual orientation will be a distraction to his teammates or his organization. I do, however, believe the media attention that comes with it will be a distraction. Unfortunately, we're all seeing this play out now, and I feel badly that my remarks played a role in the distraction. Now tell me, what do you see in those comments that have anything to do with fatherhood? How... How are these comments from Tony Dungy in any way reflective of someone who's not a good father? This is horrible. This is just absolute stupid. Stupid on display. By the way, Michael Sam, who is Michael Sam? Where is he right now? I understand he's coaching in another country right now. What kind of a player did he turn out to be? Not so great, was he? But the media loved the narrative. First gay player. And they, you know, everybody was celebrating because he kissed his, his boyfriend on television. Ooh, wasn't this wonderful? I understand where Tony Dungy's coming from. He's running a freaking football team at the time. A football team. And it's not a reality show. This is what's so frustrating about this. So, perfectly appropriate for Tony Dungy to be where he was. The naysayers, the people on Twitter, go get a life. You know, go get a life. And the truth of the matter is, guess what? Tony Dungy's been vindicated. Michael Sam, he's uh, all but forgotten, isn't he? Stay with us.
Over on the text line, hello, Vince. I was going to call in, but I couldn't have said it better. North, more credibility. <laughs> Glad to hear that. I think this is a rhetorical question. Did Michael Sam even play in the NFL? What's he doing now? On New York City, as we watch developments unfold in that Brooklyn shooting, if it wasn't for New York's out-of-control gun laws, there could have been a legal concealed carry holder that could have neutralized the shooter. In times of an emergency where seconds matter, the police are minutes away. Great show, Vince. You to man. On this fatherhood issue, like with virtually everything, people and especially government address symptoms and not causes. Why are so many children raised without fathers? Very good question. I knew it was coming. Someone's going to come after Jim DeMint, the same Jim DeMint that backed Romney for president, that abandoned his Senate seat so he could have useless Tim Scott, left the Heritage Foundation because he was ineffective. Wow. Pretty brutal. Vince, your message is on point. I'm a black father who's seeing it happen in my own family. The government needs to quit enabling black girls with eight to $10,000 yearly based on the number of kids they have while the fathers walk around with their pants hanging off their asses. Oh, my goodness. We've got to talk some time. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. Vince, Tony Dungy, first class all the way, always has been. Actually wants to help people do great things, not teach them to look for handouts and pity. Yep. Any article that quotes the deranged Keith Olbermann should be summarily dismissed. <laughs> yeah. Vince Tony Dungy works for NBC as an NFL analyst. Watch, they'll fire him. They better not. They better not. You want to talk about outrage? I mean... <laughs> Oh, that would, yeah. We're just not going to go there, are we? We just will not go there. I want to get to another controversy. By the way, um, I think we have a very short Transformation Tuesday today. What is the deal? Um, okay. Oh, yeah. It's a short one, but it's a good one. I had to take another look at what I had here. This is going to take a little time. In fact, we may have to carry this over into the next hour. I want to bring something to your attention, and this ties in with the whole story about our friend Elon Musk and his little adventure with Twitter. You see, one of the things that influenced him is what's going on with Babylon B. I mean, this has to be pretty amazing for the folks at Babylon B to know that they have the attention of the world's richest man. And I shared with you last week, remember I told you how he reached out to them about the fact that they have been banned, they have been suspended. I want to tell you more about this story. This is a genuine profile in courage because they're taking a stand for what's right. By the way, those of you who do not know, Babylon Bee is the parody news site. The, and I say the, I have not seen anybody that does uh, what they do with such skill. And the amazing thing is, they're banned now from Twitter over one tweet. Are you ready for this? Twitter locked the account 
of right-leaning parody site, the Babylon Bee, after it awarded Rachel Levine, the transgender Biden administration official, the title Man of the Year. (laughs) I think this is absolutely hilarious. I do. Now, again, let me give you the disclaimer I always give. If I were to meet um, this person, I would be glad to engage him, relate to him. Boy, that was probably incorrect, wasn't it, to say him? Um, I don't care. This, this, doesn't this get so messy, ladies and gentlemen? I, I would be perfectly, uh, let me, how do I, where do I go with this, really? I would be perfectly okay with engaging this person as a human being. Okay? I have no animus toward this person whatsoever there's no fear there's no anger there's none of that stuff okay what there is is i refuse to participate in somebody's fantasy this is a freaking biological male ladies and gentlemen and that's the point of the joke why they're calling him man of the year so this story was a reaction to usa today's naming of levine who's u.s assistant secretary for health for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services as one of its Women of the Year last week. This is from a story March 21st. Twitter says it will restore the account, which has more than 1.3 million followers if the B deletes the tweet. But CEO Seth Dillon says he has no intention of doing so. You're going to hear from Seth coming up next hour. We don't have time to play the audio now. But they're standing firm on this. They're not going to compromise. The article, <laughs> uh, the banned article notes that Levine proudly serves as the first man in the position to dress like a Western cultural stereotype of a woman. He's also an admiral in the U.S. Public Health Service Commission Corps. What a boss. It goes on. He often wears a dress, which some people think is weird, but he doesn't care one bit, the article continues. Come on, men in India wear dress-type garments, don't they? Twitter suspended the account after it said the bee violated its hateful conduct policy. Dylan tweeted news of the suspension from his own account, attaching a screenshot of the nose from Twitter. Hateful conduct. This is not hate. This is freaking parody, you morons at Twitter. And I hope... I hope Elon Musk does buy Twitter, and he fires every single one of your asses for being idiots. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
hearts. <laughs> 